At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is indeed the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Mike Pritchard, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa at the tip of the strip in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. For the next three hours, we will go over everything you need to know about Week 14 in the National Football League. We'll also get you up to speed on Circa Million and Circa Survivor, the release of the top selections in those contests. Our football contest show comes up at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Pritchard, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Looking forward to a great show today and looking forward to the contest show. Uh, a little bit of drama going on, I believe. So I uh, cannot down wait to the for that. Absolutely, man. absolutely. So uh, great to be with you today. All right, you too as well. Uh, before we get into our game previews, Mike, I want to take a look at the market because it's really relevant right now mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. Uh, which bubble team you might take a shot with as it stands right now as we head into the Sunday of Week 14 in the NFL. And here's a few bubble teams. This is uh, courtesy of the odds at DraftKings Sportsbook. The New York Jets, minus 105 to make the playoffs. Their record is currently 7-5. and five. Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Chargers, plus 140 to make the playoffs at 500 at 6-6. Six and six. The Carolina Panthers, plus 850. Their record is 4-8. and eight. The Detroit Lions at 7-1 to one to make the playoffs. The New York Giants, minus 120 to make the playoffs at 7-4-1. and one. The Washington Commanders at minus 175 to make the postseason. The New England Patriots, plus 275 to make the playoffs at 6-6. Six and six. 
And then the Cleveland Browns at plus 650. Their record currently at five and seven. Any of those catch your eye? Yeah, several of them, um, to be honest with you, because I, I, I want to map it out, Brady, in terms of, okay, which teams from a wild card standpoint can get the 10 wins. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe nine and eight can get you into the playoffs from a wild card situation. Uh, and then which teams are, are available or viable to win their division? Mm-hmm. So that's where this one gets intriguing to me. Panthers, uh, I guess, could possibly still win the division. They could. Yeah. <laughs> plus 850 right there. Think about it. The next two weeks, if the Panthers win uh, their next two games and Tampa Bay loses their next two games, which is doable, which yeah, is possible, sure. uh, they're both six and eight right there. Uh, and so then you're talking about uh, three games for the division right there. And I believe um, they play each other uh, yes. in Tampa. Yes. So there you go. I mean, there's a there's a path. Panthers to, have the tiebreaker right now, too. They beat Tampa Bay. Right. There's a path to plus 850 right now uh, with uh, the Carolina Panthers, believe it or not. But everybody else, so, you know, I'm looking at it and exploring their, their schedules. And, okay, New England at plus 275. Could they realistically get to 10 wins? Or can they get to, you know, nine wins? And, mm-hmm. nine, and if you look at their schedule, it's not that bad. I, I think it's doable. And then also you're betting that Bill Belichick still can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Down the stretch here. So if you look at the maybe Patriots, you're betting more so that Matt Patricia can figure it out. <laughs> Somebody do something, <laughs> right? Uh, they got Arizona and then they got Vegas. Vegas, I mean, good lord, what mm-hmm. are they going to be like next week? Uh, which, by the way, I got calls months ago about availability of tickets for that game for New England fans. Uh-huh. So I think New England's going to show up in Vegas big time uh, that time of year. Uh, and then they got Cincinnati, Miami, and Buffalo. Okay, you got the divisional games. That's pretty too. tough. It is pretty tough. So uh, the Giants at minus 120, they make sense because of their schedule uh, and the fact that they've built up so much equity uh, too. But I, I, was, I was highly intrigued by the Carolina Panthers at plus 850. And then, you know, the Giants at minus 120, I, I don't think that's a bad wager right now. You know, I actually landed on two different ones. You talked about the Patriots, and I know that schedule gets really tough down mm-hmm. the stretch. Um, I think they win this week at Arizona. Yep. Uh, and, and then they, you know, it's those last three games. I think they have a good chance to beat the Raiders as well. The mm-hmm. pupil uh, against the teacher, right. you know, next week in, in, uh, at Allegiant stadium here in Las Vegas. Um, and then you've got, uh, the new England Patriots at plus two seventy five to make the playoffs. I, I think that's a nice number. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've got a realistic shot. And the other one I looked at was the Detroit lions at seven to one. Okay. I mean, if they can beat the Minnesota Vikings, they're one game under 500, and this team is really rolling right now. Uh So, you know, that was the other one. I I think the Chargers at plus 140, I just, I mean, they're they're pretty banged up right now. I I don't know if they can get it done. The Jets, I don't really want to lay minus money on on a bet like this. And and I would probably trust your Giants play a little bit more so than the Jets. Uh, Washington Commanders at minus 175. Again, I just don't really want to lay the price there. Mm -hmm. Uh, but plus 275 on the Patriots, plus uh, 700 on the Detroit Lions. I didn't make the plays, but those are the two that probably I would go after if I was going to get involved in this market. Yeah, I mean, last week we, we outlined how Detroit Lions was one of the hotter teams mm-hmm. going into the month in December, offensively and defensively. Uh, they're getting better. They're adding Jameson Williams. We'll see what kind of impact he could add to. But I'm excited to watch him. Uh, me too. Me too, because of what they are offensively now. Yeah. Uh, and the comments from Jared Goff are highly intriguing moving forward. Uh, building up confidence, though. And as you're into December, you want to be playing your best football. Detroit, I-, I think if they can get to 10 wins, if you can map that out with the schedule, that does get interesting. Um but the Carolina Panthers is the most intriguing one, though. Yeah, right? you know they're they're actually a lower price than the Atlanta Falcons. Right, right. And now the reason why I, I investigated that was because 
I'm trying to remember the game that they won recently. Uh, They've won two out of their last three. They beat the Broncos, and uh, I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Um, The Panthers, uh, they beat the Broncos, and then they beat Atlanta. Okay. So when they beat the Broncos before their bye, they were picking number two in the draft. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, you would think, okay, the business decision, because I called it the business decision game. Remember that? Yes. Uh, Because the Broncos, they need a coach and who knows what else. But uh, the Carolina Panthers, they need a quarterback. And and so, okay, the business decision, are you going to really win this game? Uh, And then, uh, you know, now you're going to drop in the draft to 10, right? So (sighs) they're obviously not tanking. Yeah. Because that would have been a a great example. We're not going to win this game, right? Um, And so if they go out on the road and, and beat Seattle, I mean, this thing gets interesting uh, in terms of the division, depending on, of course, what Tampa does as well. All right, let's dive in, my friend. Inofficial Nevada rotation order, as always. The Vikings at the Lions top our list. And this is really one of the more interesting games of the week for sure, and Mm -hmm. especially when you consider the line movement. When we were on the Pro Football Blitz last Sunday evening, we were talking about the Lions going into Week 14, and the Vikings were a a one-and-a-half or two-point favorite over the Lions on the road in Detroit in their matchup. Well, that has flipped. Since then, we've seen the Lions take the money. They're now in the role of the favorite. I saw it get as high as plus, or minus two and a half rather it's now come back down towards minnesota a little bit mike you've got a 10 and 2 team versus a 5 and 7 team and the team with the losing record is in the role of the favorite lions minus two with a total of 51 and a half yeah i like the line here at the south point which is great right uh, minus one and a half there for there the lions go. at home i like the home field advantage believe it or not for the lions because they play well at home they do um, they score a lot of points they score a ton of points and uh, you know the dome situations for that division are always in- interesting um, but here's the thing, I, you know, the Vikings, whether you believe in them or not, and, and there's always an argument either way, um, you know, from a betting standpoint, historically, they're not a great 10 and two team. No. no. <laughs> and then, you know, people are using advanced met- metrics and all that, but I, they're winning though. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, I, I wouldn't fight that. And I know people have fought that. Uh, but here's what I think is important. Uh, when you think about the 10 win situations, and they have a plus 10 point differential. Think about yeah, that for I a know. minute. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. That sums it all up to me that this is going to be a one possession game, a divisional game on top of that. And then you have the Lions playing the best football that they've seen the Lions play in a number of years. Right. Uh, teams are only averaging just 20 points a game the last three games against the Lions. That I know. That, that's pretty amazing. That's Really good. I mean, it's that's, a big improvement. That, I think that tops the league, right? In the last three games, in terms and, and of and they're points. still not a great defense, but that's a big improvement from what they were. Right, because moving forward, I, I mean, moving forward, it's just all about that. Um, team red zone scoring percentage when it comes to operating, executing in the red zone. Detroit is number two. I was going to say one of the best. <laughs> one of yeah. the best. I mean, so I, I like the Lions in the game. Uh, I like them uh, certainly to play them too, uh, whether it's the one and a half here at the South Point or, or the twos that are out there as well. Uh, Detroit, the Lions, they have covered the spread in five straight games. That's the longest active street mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, they've scored on nearly 54% of their drives the past four weeks. That's second only to the Chiefs during that window. Minnesota's defense is allowing a league-high 6.6 yards per play over the past four weeks, and that came against the Jets, the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Bills. The Vikings' defense, they are the worst in the league at forcing a three-and-out. The Lions' defense is second worst in the league at forcing a three-and-out. 
Less than 22% of the drives against Minnesota have failed to gain a first down or a touchdown. That is the lowest rate in the league. Less than 24% of the drives against Detroit have failed to score a touchdown or get a first down. That's the second lowest rate in the NFL. A uh, great deal of a f- uh, familiarity here mm. with the Minnesota coaching staff, Mike, uh, as far as both knowing this Lions team and also quarterback Jared Goff. So that could be an edge on for how the Vikings will game plan against the dis- uh, against the Detroit Lions. Also, Kirk Cousins, 8-1 and one straight up against Detroit during his time with the Minnesota Vikings. You also know Minnesota can clinch the NFC North division right. with a win here at Detroit. Uh, Vikings have been outgained in four straight games, by the way. This is the first time that they have been an underdog to the Lions in the last 12 meetings between these two teams. Um, I have a tough time with this game, Mike. Mm. My numbers come to pick them. Vikings minus one and Vikings minus one and a half. And I think it's like one of those games like we had last week where whoever's catching the one and a half, you right. just tease up the dog the other way well, to it looks plus like seven that. or plus seven and a half. Sure, it looks like that. I know a lot of people that are entertaining the teaser leg uh, with the Vikings. So uh, TJ Hawkinson, is that going to come back and hurt the Lions either? I mean, anyway. I think it's a factor. Yeah, it I mean, you factor. know as a former player what it's like. And, yep. and there's so, it's such recent, it you know change of teams there for yeah. TJ Hawkins. Yeah. It's not yeah. like he played with them four years ago. It was about four weeks ago. And it's a matchup league now, too. So if you like the Vikings on a teaser leg, uh, there you go. I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins makes some throws, some key throws. He's got a go-to guy in Justin Jefferson. Jared Goff, what concerns me about him is he's missed some critical throws late in games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Lions. I lean towards the Lions here. I'd pick the Lions. Um, but the Vikings teaser is intriguing, too. Yeah, I, I think a teaser is good either way. Yeah. Wherever you can find the number on the dog, I'm with you. I kind of lean on the Lions here. It ought to be a great game yeah. to watch. I think that's one thing that'll be a guarantee. The Jets and the Bills up next when we return. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have 
Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet, plus get Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans as well to head to betrivers.com to check out our World Cup Daily Bet and get it's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. Diving into the games for your Sunday in Week 14. And we've arrived at the Jets at the Bills. And this is a revenge game for the Bills. Yes, of course, the Jets beat the Bills in Week 9, 20-17 in the Meadowlands. The Bills now get their turn in Orchard Park. And Buffalo comes in on extra rest, having beaten New England last Thursday. The Jets fell to the Vikings in a game that they outgained Minnesota 486 yards to 287. But New York was just one of six in the red zone. Bill's laying a big number here, Mike. Buffalo is favored by 10 with a total of 43. Yeah, I remember those red zone possessions, too. (laughs) That was frustrating uh, there for the Jets. But uh, overcoming a slow start, too. I mean, you think about that game last week on the road. So you go back-to-back road situations. And um, I think when you don't execute the way that you should and you lose a game, coaching points, right? Because we come back – and on Monday, everything is corrected. Mm-hmm. You go out there and you correct every mistake that was made in the game. On Monday, you do the walkthrough and you can do some conditioning. Uh, and then you get into the game plan stuff on Wednesday. Uh, so the message from the coaches is, yeah, we, that was a learning lesson. Forget about that. Uh, but what we have ahead of us is far bigger than what um, just happened, right? Uh, we we got to take care of business inside the division. This team we know very well. It was a Zach Wilson bounce-back game situation, if you remember cor- correctly that way. Uh, but defensively, the Jets got after Buffalo. Yeah, they got absolutely. after Buffalo, and that's what I'm talking about. When you focus your attention to that front windshield, and if you're the Jets, yeah, in a rear view, that stunk. We okay, we got to forget about that. Uh, but the confidence will be in the building, though, as they go on the road against Buffalo. And and okay, you got the snowy weather situation. Uh, Buffalo is an entirely different place to win uh, and compete in. But I, I think the Jets, with the attitude and the culture that they have right now. Uh, I think they're going to be confident enough for this one. I, I don't lay double digits. Uh, I don't do that in, in the National Football League, especially with divisional games. But I expect the Jets to bounce back and be competitive with a chance to get inside this number. 
Well, the Jets' defense is certainly legit. They are allowing a league-low 26.6 yards per opponent possessions. The Bills' offense is averaging over 39 yards per possession. That is second in the league. The Jets' defense has limited opponents to scoring on 30% of their drives. That's fourth in the league. The Bills' defense has allowed opponents to score on less than 31% of their drives. That is fifth in the league. Buffalo has scored a touchdown on less than 10% of their possessions in the second halves of games since week seven. That was their bye week. That is the second lowest rate in the league. The Bills will be the first, uh, this will be their first game at home since week 10, and they're seeking just their second win in the division all season. The Jets, by the way, are on a 5-0 against the spread run when coming off of a straight up and against the spread loss. My numbers here might come to Bills minus 7.5, Bills minus 3.5, and and Bills minus 10. I'm kind of with you. I think I could only trust the Jets' defense to keep this close and take the points, but I did not play it here. Uh, If New York's offense sputters like it did again last week, uh, then they're going to probably lose by a big number. Well, in in a snow game, um, now snow, you know, the wetness thing and all that, I mean, it could be bothersome. Uh, You're more concerned about wind, uh, I believe. Uh, Who's going to make plays, too? I mean, I think the Jets feel pretty good about the plan defensively. But yeah. offensively, can they execute in the red zone, like you mentioned? Can they cap it off? But they're running a the football and running it well. I, I mean, I think there's a path right there. You know, and instead instead of White trying to make all these throws, like at the end of the game against the Vikings and all that on the road, uh, hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully it comes to that one possession situation in the fourth quarter, which, by the way, the Jets are one of the better fourth quarter football teams in the National Football League this year. Very interesting. I think it'll be a good game, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that think the Bills are going to get it done. We did see some mm-hmm. sharp action lay the nine and the nine mm-hmm. and a half, and now we are at 10 points, and that's probably been the threshold. Uh, some money, some uh, buyback coming in on the New York Jets now at plus 10. Uh, all right, the Ravens at the Steelers. Ought to be another good one here. This is the first of two meetings between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Round two will take place three weeks from now on New Year's Day. Uh, the Ravens' defense has been improving, but their offense continues to sputter, lacking position or lacking uh, wide receivers at the wide receiver position. The Steelers have been improving every week, really, for the last four weeks and a stretch uh, that they have seen Pittsburgh win three games over that time. Baltimore was a road favorite, if you recall, Mike, mm-hmm. in this game until we got the news that Lamar Jackson was going to be out and it would be Tyler Huntley at quarterback uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. The Steelers moved to as much as a three-point favorite, and now we've seen a little buyback on the Baltimore Ravens. Currently, the Steelers are a two-point favorite, a very low total in this game, Mike, at 36-and-a-half. Yeah, a buyback with Huntley as quarterback, too. How about that? Yep. Right? So even betters are out there looking at numbers in this game. I mean, it's a one-possession game. Again, uh, this is a culture game, too. It's a physical game. Absolutely. Right? Uh, T.J. Watt with the rib situation, keeping an eye on that, how long he can last in this one. Uh, the Steelers are going to want to run the football. The Steelers, the Steelers have eight touchdown passes. <laughs> I know. I know. I think, Kenny Pickett has less than half a touchdown pass a game. Right, right, right. I mean, I want to say the Steelers are conservative, very, very conservative. The players are frustrated with it. Um but they have 18 total offensive touchdowns the whole season, the Steelers. 18. I mean, the Houston Texans have 14. Well, just look at offense. last week. I mean, what they kick? About four or five field goals yeah, against Atlanta? Yeah, Scored yeah. one touchdown? So I have the Ravens on a teaser um, when it was at three, and I got through eight. By the way, that's there my new number. Through eight to through two possessions, right? Very nice. That's what I'm doing now. So um, 
I, I got them on a leg, a teaser through eight. Now, you can still tease them if you want. Um, well, I think from two to eight is still strong. Yeah. Very strong. Yeah, absolutely. With the nature of – Even one and a half to seven and a half Sure, sure. I, I think so, too. Either way, teaser leg, very attractive with the Ravens. Um, you know, the shock of not playing with, with Lamar Jackson should be gone now, too. Last week, you had to adjust to that. Uh, throughout the game, and then now you have preparation with Huntley. So uh, I think the the Ravens could be different uh, that way. They need to win this game too, uh, because they have the potential of a slide. If they lose this game, I think the Ravens could slide. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right. And, and so you're looking at a divisional standpoint. Uh, but no, I, I like to tease the leg there with the Ravens in this game. Pittsburgh, this is interesting. They are now five and zero straight up when they score first in their games, and they're zero and seven straight up in when their opponent scores first in games. Eighty percent of the touchdowns allowed by the Steelers have come via the passing attack, and that is thirty-first in the league. But the Ravens' offense ranks twenty-sixth in passing yards per game. Pittsburgh has rushed for nearly one hundred and fifty-eight yards per game over their past five games after rushing for less than 88 yards per game before that. The Ravens' defense has allowed just 51 rushing yards per game over their past five games after having allowed over 105 yards rushing per game before that. When Lamar Jackson was injured last year, Mike, the Ravens scored a touchdown on just over 17% of their drives. That would have ranked 28th in the league over the course of a full season. Uh, the Ravens have really improved defending the run. If Pickett is forced to pass the ball in this game, I think that could play into the hands of Baltimore here. My numbers all come to Ravens as a favorite. Ravens minus 9.5, Ravens minus 8.5, and, and Ravens minus 6.5. Now, those are all per Lamar Jackson. Okay. So I adjust 4.5 points for Tyler Huntley, and that still makes the Ravens a favorite in every case. Uh, I'm with you. I teased Baltimore up to eight and a half, and I'm fine with it uh, as low as seven and a half. I think they, I wouldn't be surprised at all, Mike, if they won this game outright. Yeah, I mean, the big thing about Lamar Jackson this year was can he evolve into a pocket passer, you know, mm -hmm. win games from the pocket. Ironically, he got hurt escaping the pocket, right? He hurt right, that knee. Right. And so, like, if you let Lamar Jackson get out and do the Lamar Jackson things, uh, but you can't win Super Bowls that way. Now, Huntley, um, you wonder, is there going to be a more play action, more run oriented, more design run situation, the game plan for him uh, with the Ravens, which I think can pose problems for the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers have, what, five and two against the spread in the last seven games, uh, but they were only favorite twice mm -hmm. uh, in those last uh, seven games. So, uh, you know, they're favorite in a rivalry game, which is fascinating to me. And I get it. No Lamar Jackson. Uh, but this is a rivalry game, a very, very physical game. And you got young players with the Steelers. You wonder if they understand where that sense of urgency. Now, don't want to avoid a losing season and all this, and maybe you have a path to the playoffs, whatever. Uh, but the Ravens, to me, and Harbaugh can convey this to that veteran group. We, we need this game. This is a desperation game for us right now. So uh, I, that's why I like the teaser there with the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens are the better team mm. with, with or without Lamar Jackson. Mm. Uh, I think Tyler Huntley was great last year uh, in replacing Lamar Jackson. This team, I think, knows him well. You talk about, you know, some design runs and play action. He's not as explosive as Jackson, but he can certainly run the ball. Right. Uh, I also think it's uh, a factor that T.J. Watt is maybe not 100%. Mm -hmm. He was really not that effective in Atlanta last week. He played 87% of the snaps, and he had no sacks and three tackles. 
Uh, I also think it's a really big deal that Ronnie Stanley's going to be a go in this one after missing the last two games. He's a huge factor for both the running game and the passing game for the Baltimore Ravens. The local Bishop Gorman product and Notre Dame Fighting Irish, Ronnie Stanley back on the offensive line there for the Baltimore Ravens. We'll take a look at the Eagles and the Giants next as we continue on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is about to kick off, and VSIN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from VSIN experts Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give you insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you're a part of the bowl confidence pools. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to check out the college football bowl betting guide that's vsin.com slash subscribe all right the eagles at the giants mr pritchard philadelphia they moved to 11 and 1 last week with a very convincing win over the tennessee titans the giants they covered the number against the commanders had a chance to win it with a 58 yard field goal in overtime but that was short and in the end they settle for a 20 to 20 tie with washington third straight division game for big blue here and they will play another one against those same commanders next week. The Eagles on the road here, Mike, favored by a full touchdown, seven points with a total of 44 and a half. Yeah, I have the Eagles on a teaser leg okay. uh, here. So there's your teaser for me, Ravens and, and Eagles. I got We are simpatico. Oh, really? I have okay. the same teaser. Nice, nice, very nice. Um, you know, the Eagles are coming off a, a fantastic performance. I mean, yes. a one for the ages, one that revealed a lot uh, as they evolve even without Dallas Goddard, you know, it took some time for that hap to happen. And okay, how else can this off offense evolve? Uh, A.J. Brown is healthy again, fully, I, I think. So, uh, and then Jalen Hurts, okay, yeah, you don't want me to run a football, but I'm going right. to hurt you in the air now. Boy, I mean, how about something. that, right? Uh, MVP, MVP. Uh, <laughs> but they are 5-0 and on the road. Uh, the mission for them and this team, Sirianni with the attitude, the arrogance, the confidence, they want to win a Super Bowl. You know that, right? Oh, Lurie, yeah. Lurie, I had a chance to meet him um, when I was a free agent, and he was all about the Eagles being successful. Uh, and the Eagles, they do that. I mean, the organization, they do that. Um, they go out and get the parts that they need. Uh, and Dominican Sue, you know, as Jordan Davis gets healthy, right? Yeah. They, this team is is structured and built mentally to go after a championship. I, I like them on the road again, though, in this game, uh, even though the Giants, the offensive line <laughs> – it's still beat up. It's still beat up. And against the commanders, okay, you can get to a tie. Mm -hmm. Against a team like this with that D-line, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I, I know some people look at it that way. And, and okay, the Eagles, you know, like, I, I'm comfortable with the teaser, though. I, I just don't see how the Giants um, uh, win this game. Well, the Eagles' defense, they are allowing 4.8 yards per play on first down. That's the third best in the league. The Giants' defense is allowing 6.5 yards per play on first down. That ranks second to last in the NFL. Uh, the Giants are averaging an offensive play that gains 20 or more yards once every 25 snaps. That's the lowest rate in the NFL. The Eagles, meanwhile, on offense, they average a gain of 20 or more yards every 14.4 plays. That is fifth in the league. The Eagles' defense is allowing a gain of 20 or more yards once every 23.4 plays. That's second best in the league. 
Daniel Jones, he's had success against the Washington Commanders in his career and also the Philadelphia Eagles, 2-1 and one straight up and 3-0 and oh against the spread since 2020. The Eagles are just 1-5 and five against the number in their last six division road games and are just 2-8 and eight against the number as a road favorite of three or more points. By the way, the Giants games 1-17 and 17 to the under in their last 18 home games. Mm. Uh, my numbers are pretty heavy on the Eagles here, Mike. I've got Eagles minus 11.5, Eagles minus 8, and Eagles minus 10.5. And, and I really don't want to lay a touchdown on the road in a division game. So I'm like you. I teased the Philadelphia Eagles down to just a one-point favorite. And you outlined it there in your breakdown. I really do feel like there is a decided difference between these two teams. Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, the Giants were overachieving, uh, and they overachieved. Played a little bit of a weaker schedule, too. That, too, over against teams outside their division. They haven't played divisional games up until recently. So yeah. uh, we're finding out a lot more about them. Uh, and, and how one-dimensional they really are. I mean, Daniel Jones can run the ball. The turf monster got him against the Eagles uh, <laughs> yeah. a few years ago. I remember that game. Uh, but the Eagles' defense has held the rushing uh, team's opponents, the rushing uh, at game from their opponents, uh, to under 100 yards the last three games. Yeah. So, and Dominicans, too. I mean, Jordan Davis, this, that defense, Riddick, I mean, Riddick coming in there, too. I mean, they're loaded. They, this team is loaded. They just have to cap it off uh, uh, within the division and certainly getting geared up for the playoffs. I know some people that like the Giants catching the seven points at home, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wouldn't be surprised by it, but I think Philadelphia wins the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Giants just have enough to uh, top the Eagles and win this game outright. All right, let's move to another good one here in the AFC North. The Browns at the Bengals. Deshaun Watson, he was indeed very rusty in his debut last week. The Browns, however, they got two defensive touchdowns and a punt return, and they knock off the Texans 27-14. to Meanwhile, it was a big one for Joe Burrow and the Bengals as he remained undefeated against the Chiefs in his career, winning outright last week as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. But I tell you, Mike, if Burrow is Kansas City's kryptonite, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are his. He is 0-4 straight up in his career against the Browns. And Cleveland has seen the money here, Mike. Cincinnati, they began the week as six-and-a-half-point favorites, and now they are down to five-and-a-half-point favorites at home with a total of 46-and-a-half. What do you think? Can Burrow break the Brownie curse? You know what? This game is so interesting to me because how about the Browns and, okay, the the rush to 10 wins if you can get there, mm -hmm. right? Um, what's fascinating about the Browns and this Deshaun Watson and this line movement, to be honest with you, um, is how quickly will Deshaun accelerate or or learn the game now? Like, last week, he was completely lost, right? I would expect a big improvement. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a, one of the best players at that position when he was playing. Oh, yeah. It's not going to take him that long right? after watching himself on tape, after having a, a game under his belt, after playing in Houston uh, emotionally. Uh, I think he'll, he'll speed up the process in which he'll get better, right? And it could be this week. It could happen this week. I mean, Cleveland, they rush for 156 yards per game, uh, ranked fourth in the league. You know, we, we've seen – Cincinnati be physical on the road and win games against Tennessee when they had to. They're gonna have to be physical in this game too. Like you, like, like you mentioned though, Brady, it's about Burrow and exercising the demons mm -hmm. uh, against the Cleveland Browns and that oh that defense that secondary. I, I mean a full strength Jamar Chase um, 
Uh, and then you got T. Higgins. Those are two number ones. And I, I, I just think um, the Browns' defense was allowing an average of 25 points a game. They ranked 27th in the National Football League. Right. So – I like the Bengals in the game. Uh, I actually have them on a teaser as well. Okay. Uh, right. Earlier when they the, the number was a little bit stronger than it is now. Well, since these two teams met in week eight, the Bengals have scored on over 51% of their possessions. That is tops in the league. Uh, nearly 39% of the drives against the Cleveland Browns have reached the red zone or scored prior. That is 27th in the league. Nearly 73% of the offensive yardage by Cincinnati has come via the pass. That is fourth in the league, and the Browns' defense is 15th in passing yards allowed, 23rd in defensive passer rating. Over 42% of Cleveland's offensive yardage has come via the rush. That is fifth in the league. Cincinnati ranks 15th in rushing yards allowed on defense. Uh, the Browns are third in the NFL in explosive rushing yardage. The Bengals are 29th. They do get Joe Mixon back for this game. Bengals are just one and six against the spread as of late as a division home favorite of less than seven points. I, I like the Browns here, actually, Mike, but I missed the boat. You got that higher number yeah. and teased the Bengals down uh, six or six and a half. I uh, missed the boat on that, obviously now at five or five and a half in favor of Cincinnati. Uh, my stats crunch spits out Bengals minus three and a half, Bengals minus three and Bengals minus six and a half. We'll see if the line goes back up. Maybe I'll get involved on the Browns, but less than six, I'm going to stay away for now. Yeah, I mean, I identified three teams last week as teams that were dogs that were getting better. The Lions were one, the Bengals were the other one. I like that exercise. Right? Yep. I thought that and was so, good, and it and worked for it, you. It did work. It worked out perfectly. Um, uh, and so you look at this situation, okay, if the Bengals as a dog was at home, it was a strong play for me, uh, and that was against Kansas City, I mean – uh, I, I, I think the Bengals are, are just one of those teams in the month of December is surging towards the playoffs right now. Well, we talked about it on the Pro Football Blitz last Sunday mm -hmm. after that Kansas City game, if there's a possible letdown here for, yeah. you know, slaying the Dragon once again, beating the big boys from Kansas City. And now you have a division game, which certainly will get your attention, a team that, you know, Joe Burrow 0 for 4 right. in, in his last four attempts. So, uh, in his only four attempts. So I don't really think there's going to be a lack of focus here. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think the Browns could qualify maybe as a team that should be improving as an underdog. Uh, and because of the fact what we talked about earlier in the conversation, right. I think I think Deshaun Watson will be markedly better than he was last week. I agree with you 100%, 1,000%. That's why I did the teaser. <laughs> yeah, because I conservative I mean, a, game plan. Right. I mean, a player of his caliber, it's not going to take him that long. To get back, I mean, even with a new team, I get that. But um, I, I think the circumstances playing in Houston as a league was trying to avoid that game. Remember, they wanted oh, a yeah. suspension past that game. Um, but, you know, he gets through that game and, and now uh, clearly looking forward to his career now. I think this will be a good game, too. Yeah. I, I expect it to be close. Hopefully uh, it is. And hopefully you cash your teaser as well. Next up is the Jaguars at the Titans, an AFC South matchup in Nashville. We'll see if the Titans can bounce back in Week 14.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 years and over only, terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Michael, the Jaguars at the Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they dropped to 1-13 straight up, 3-11 against the spread when they're on the road with Trevor Lawrence. They got pummeled by the Lions last week, 40-14, and not much of a difference for the Tennessee Titans as they lost for the second week in a row, falling to the Eagles 35-10. Tennessee now 7-0 straight up against teams that are currently not qualified for the playoffs 0-5 straight up against teams that currently would be in the playoffs. They will host the 4-8 Jaguars today. They're laying 3.5 with a total of 41. 
Jaguars, a non-playoff team, got to be a win for Tennessee, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't bet this game. Uh, I have not made a wager. I can't find one uh, with this game. Uh, you could lean. I don't like the number with the Titans at home. I just don't like uh, laying four uh, there. Okay, on the other side for the Jacksonville Jaguars, how can I make a bet with them catching four points here? Uh, when I know that they lack consistency, I know the newness factor with Doug Peterson still trying to evaluate the players. Uh, when they lack consistency, how are you going to improve? And, and how is Coach Peterson going to help them improve uh, when you have that dynamic in play here? The Jaguars are 1-22 in and, and their past 23 road games. Yeah. I mean, I that's, a, that's a culture, right? That's, that's different. That's a culture. And uh, you think about the Jaguars and how they struggled this year capping off and winning games in the fourth quarter. Uh, so the lack of consistency, uh, it, it is hard to catch the points here too. I mean, uh, when you're looking at Jacksonville. So I stayed away from the game. I would lean towards taking the points because offensively for Tennessee, uh, we, we saw the frustration from Vrabel uh, and we saw A.J. Brown kill that team. Mm -hmm. uh, the Titans are no longer the bullies. They're not because teams are punching them in the mouth, and they don't have an answer for that, especially when Derrick Henry uh, is slowed down. This is another divisional game in which, okay, yeah, you lacked uh, consistency, but can the Jaguars rise up and be physical and, and slow down Derrick Henry? And then what? Because Tannehill is hobbled. Burks is out. Um, they don't have explosiveness on the outside. So uh, I think the downing effect, too, the offensive coordinator, that has to be weighing uh, on this organization a little bit as well. Well, the Tennessee offense has gone three and out more than any other team in the league at over 32% of its drives resulting in such. Uh, opponents have punted on less than 18% of their drives against the Jaguars defense over mm -hmm. the past five weeks. That is the lowest rate in the league, so maybe Tennessee can get healthy in that regard. The Jaguars are allowing 6.6 .6 yards per play over that same span. That's 31st in the league, and they're allowing a league-high 41.8 yards per possession over the last five weeks. Jacksonville has allowed a touchdown on over 34% of opponents' possessions when they are on the road. That is the highest rate in the league. And we have uh, hammered at home here. We know the Jaguars <laughs> struggle on the road. Trevor Lawrence, one and six, straight up and against the spread uh, when he's playing two straight road games exact. And head coach Doug Peterson also went three and 11 straight up and two and 12 against the spread in the regular season in that same scenario when he was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Titans bounce back here, Mike. Uh, I came up with Titans minus five and a half, Titans minus five, and Titans minus one. And when going through all the numbers, I like the situation for them coming off of two straight losses. Here they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars right. on the road. We know about that. The two games they lost were the Eagles to the Bengals. I think they get healthy here this week. Okay. No, I, I can understand that. I, do, I don't like the number, though, laying four against a, a team like Jacksonville, who, by the way, if you go by the stats, you know, a lot of people kind of do that. Uh, Jacksonville rushing offense is ranked ninth, uh, whereas Tennessee's is ranked 15th. Um, the passing offense, Jacksonville is ranked 14th. Jacks, uh, Tennessee's ranked 30th, mm -hmm. right? Uh, then the Jacksonville uh, offense averages 21.5 points per game. Tennessee averages 18 points a game. 
I would imagine this will be a low-scoring game. Yeah. You know, that Tennessee – the Tennessee team is is pretty beat up injury-wise, mm -hmm. yeah. but uh, I think they will come to play today. They're one of the best teams in the NFL in defending on third down. They have a very good rushing defense, and that's what Philadelphia did. Right. They knew that rushing def uh, defense was good, so they passed the ball and uh, trounced them 35-10. to 10. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Tennessee will bounce back today and win this one by more than four points over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Texans at the Cowboys. This is a dandy, isn't it? Uh, at 110 and 1, it's uh, pretty hard to come up with anything positive about the Texans, but they did actually play pretty good defense against the Cleveland Browns in week 13. They intercepted Deshaun Watson in the end zone. They held him to just 131 yards passing. They held Nick Chubb to just 80 yards rushing. The Browns were just 4 of 13 on third down, and they also forced a fumble, but a little bit different test here this week is they travel about 250 miles to Arlington, Texas, to face the Cowboys, Mike. And I think this is about the biggest spread we've seen all season. Yeah. Dallas at home laying 17-and-a-half, 44-and-a-half is your total. Yeah, Davis Mills is back. Davis Mills is Yes, he is. Celebrate. <laughs> I know. Oh, Kyle Allen, good Lord. That was bad, oh, wasn't it? That was it? horrible, Ooh. yeah. Um, but to think about this organization, talking about the Texans, they fired David Culley mm -hmm. to get to Lovey. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, there was – a number of coaching candidates out there that could have done a better job. I don't job. really understand that. Well, that's the organization, though, right? And so as a better— But there's got to be a better reason than that. I mean, do yeah. they really think that guy's going to take them to the next level? Maybe as a defensive coordinator, he's decent. No, but as a head coach? As a head yeah. coach? I, you know, I, your guess is as good as mine what the Texans organization is trying to do and what they have yeah. been trying to do. Yeah. Um, but as a better, obviously you bet against the Texans, right? You fade them if you can. Uh, and, I mean— I would take 17 and a half points just on principle, though. I know the Texans are horrible, god-awful. They've allowed 33 sacks, and uh, Dallas and their defensive front leads the league with, with 48 sacks now. Um, I mean, how is Davis Mills going to even operate, right? And uh, they had this young Pierce guy who was maybe a potential rookie of the year at running back. And, I mean, some things working for him. Now injuries and lack of interest and who knows what they're thinking upstairs from an organizational standpoint, too. The Texans are 1-6 against the spread in their last seven games. But this is 17.5 points in today's NFL. I mean, I, if I had to bet it, I would put on the, the hazmat suit, as Josh <laughs> Applebaum would say, uh, and, and take the points. Uh, I'll tell you what, since Dak Prescott returned in Week 7, Dallas leads the league in points per drive, and Houston is 31st in points per drive. Mm. Uh, also, since Prescott returned, Dallas has converted red zone possessions into touchdowns nearly 87% of the time. The league average during that same time is 56%. Uh, Dallas is also leading the league in converted third down since Prescott's return at nearly 57%. League average over that span is less than 41%. During that same time, the Texans have converted less than 25% of third downs. That's the lowest rate in the NFL. I don't believe Dallas will have as easy a time passing the ball in this one, Mike, like they did with the Colts. Mm -hmm. The Houston defense is decent against the pass. They're 13th in the league for passing yards allowed, 9th in defensive passer rating. So we're going to use the running game if you're the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> right? My numbers come to Cowboys minus 17, Cowboys minus 14, and Cowboys minus 11 and a half. So I believe it is highly likely that we're going to get a double-digit victory here for Dallas. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm going to go to the prop market on you with this one. Okay. I'm going to go Tony Pollard 
over 70 and a half rushing yards. Over the last six games, Pollard has averaged over 93 yards gained on the ground per game. In those last six games, Dallas has faced some of the worst rushing defenses in the league. Detroit, Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota, the Giants, and Indianapolis. Only the Vikings rank near league average. So I'm going to go to the player prop market, Mike, and avoid the side and the total. I don't see any reason why Tony Pollard shouldn't be able to eclipse 70 and a half yards against yet another very weak rushing defense. In fact, the very worst in the league. You know, the Cowboys have been riding high, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think they dumb this one down and I, just th- run the ball right. and get out of Dodge and get a victory. Yeah, the, taking the points with the Texans. <laughs> That's in there. That's I'm in not, there. I, I told I'm you, gonna I'm, I'm not going to touch the <laughs> side or the it. total, man. Okay. I'm going prop market. I hear you. I hear you. No, the thing about it, too, is I was just thinking about that game last week against the Colts. Uh, as That was as, a good game for three quarters. It should have been a better game for the Colts, and then all the wheels fell off. Right? Oh, four turnovers in the fourth quarter. That was the Colts and Jeff Saturday. I mean, who's better, Saturday or Lovey? <laughs> I, I got to go Lovey. Okay, I'm taking the 17 and a half points here. <laughs> uh, are you gonna Are you gonna actually yes. make that bet? Yes, yes, it's on. Wow. It's on my card. Oh wow, the Houston <laughs> Texans plus 17 and a half. Yep. Um, I, I just think that Dallas is probably not going to try to get too cute. Okay. Uh, they had such an explosive fourth quarter last week. I really think they will focus on the run, uh, the running game here. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be as easy in the passing game for them. Houston is pretty decent against the pass. I think you're just going to see a lot of Zeke Elliott and a yeah. lot of Tony Pollard. And I think both of those guys, who knows, they might both get over 100 yards. Yeah. And and what's the score of this game? Uh, 28-14? You'd take that, right? Um, Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> It just dawned on you yeah, that that was did. covering 17 yeah, and a right, half. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Let's do quick math on air here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We move to the late portion of the Week 14 Sunday window. The Chiefs are in mile high to take on the Broncos. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.